Yo. Hi. Hey. Oh, it's Sam and Ryan. That's right. Now, Ryan, you're sick, I understand? No, 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 no. I, see, I don't want to jump ahead. I thought I you said you puked. Well. I did. I threw up. I, I, but I, I, oh, you no. Didn't let me, you, didn't, you didn't let me get the rest of it out. I don't know if it was something I ate, but I don't feel, I don't feel like I'm like full-blown sick. I just, today was like a, I don't know, I just felt nauseous and I had to take a nap. I'm not feeling great. But I don't think I'm. I don't think I have a really a quote really bad cold. You may just have a case. You may just have a case of the Tuesdays. I could just. It just could be the Tuesdays. Yeah. <laughs> Are you wearing that jumps that sick jumpsuit you wear? No, I'm not. I'm not wearing the sick outfit. I have. It's still that's still on the hanger. <laughs> it's like when you get sick, you have to like crawl to bed and put that on. Yeah, <laughs> the moment you know you're sick, you know you have to change into the sick outfit. Are you wearing the glasses? No, my contacts are still in. Wow! And that's so even not- despite the nap, I napped in the contacts. So that's so your eyes must feel horrible. Yeah, they feel all dry and. Wait, you don't you don't strictly do that? I never like, sleep in my contacts. If you if you nap, let's say you take a nap during the day, you had a long day, and you come home and nap for two hours, you you don't you take the contacts out for that. If I know specifically that I'm going to sleep, I would I would like to take my contact out just because oh, Abe's wow. right. When I wake up, Abe had Abe had it right on the money. My eyes would feel terrible. Wow, oh. contacts just seem horrible to me. But no, they're they're not. It, I think it depends on the person. Like Rachel, she's kind of the same way. She doesn't wear them a lot, but when she does, they always irritate her eyes. I could wear that's contacts. Sam's wife for new listeners. I could wear contacts for a month straight, and it's fine. Hmm. Are you I wearing mean, that cutoff shirt, Ryan? Nope, I have a hooded sweatshirt on and shorts. I'm, oh, because you're cold, I, I, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a it's a little chilly here. I mean, it I, is. Yeah. In Los Angeles. It, it is. Yeah. There, wow. There's um. There's two. I I I didn't know this, but May and June are like typically known here as kind of like the the. I don't want to say winter, but it's like <laughs> they call it. They call it June gloom because it's like gray and cold, and then May, they call it May gray and June gloom. June gloom sounds awesome to me, though. Like I'm sure oh, June great. gloom is amazing <laughs> compared yeah, to, no, sh- to compared to the usual Chicago shit, which we yeah. have for nine months out of the <laughs> year, half the, half the year or more. Yeah, for see sure. here in uh, Chicago, we have um, from from like September through May. Chicago shit, and then we have a really hot summer where you sweat the whole time. Oh, that yeah. sounds amazing! Oh it well, is, well um, we we have something similar here in Los Angeles. June gloom. <laughs> it's sixty three degrees here right now. Exactly that to me that's like paradise weather. Sixty three t shirt and jean like, weather. Yeah, it's like shorts and shorts and sweatshirt. I mean, it's just like long sleeves. Or, you know, it's it's not like super hot. I like that. God, June gloom. Fuck them. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Mano, Mano, you got here at the wrong time. It's June gloom. <laughs> it does get gray, you know. So I guess that's why they call it gloom. It's not. It's not necessarily because of the the actual weather. Is it from all Probably. the uh, pollution that you guys have? No, no. There, there is a lot of pollution, though, right? I guess I don't know. I was talking to a guy the other day, and he's like, "Sometimes I wonder." You know, he's a he's a parent, and like really safe, 
guy, and he's like, sometimes I wonder if I'm raising raising my son in the right place. Sometimes I just want to move to the middle of the country so he's not breathing in all the stuff. I'm like, really? I mean, it's not, I don't know. Maybe if you live here forever, it. Tell that guy to shut the fuck up. I wonder if I'm raising my shut up. The kid gets yeah. to live in Los Angeles. Oh, I wonder yeah, if I got I him in the right. I I need to move to Nebraska where he can have a real uh, childhood. Really, <laughs> Sam? Could you imagine how great it would have been to be like hanging out on the beach when we were little kids? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you seem like you're really in love with L.A. But I don't know. I, I'm I, not. I, I've never, I mean, I'm I've not never really even been a there. Goer. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not. You know, the weather sounds great and everything, but it's. I, I don't know. I just. I don't feel like I'd be happy now. I'm not happy here. I don't think I'm happy anywhere. So. You were, you've been saying the whole time that you would move, like to a, a different location. You, I mean, if well, you were married and everything. I get, I get tired of the climate here sometimes, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Sam. I, let's face it. I, I don't. I mean, you could probably put Sam anywhere, and he'd you could put Sam in to... Monaco, and he would hate it. Right. I, 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 yeah. I, I always have. You know, what What did you call it, Ryan? The May gloom? I have a 12-month gloom. No. I would apply anywhere I'm at. It's May gray and June May, gloom. Yeah, June. I have, I have, there's, I have 12 uh, combinations, one for each month. <laughs> Same as a different name for each one. Yeah. <laughs> February, fuck, March. Yeah. Miserable. Miserable, Miserable March. March. <laughs> awful April. Yeah, yeah. Awful April. Yeah. Jack off July. <laughs> Awful August. Yeah. Sucky September. Sourpuss September. <laughs> Sourpuss <laughs> September. <laughs> uh, and Ryan, before we move on to Caitlyn Jenner, what's the uh, latest on the water situation in Los Angeles? Oh, I have. I don't think I've even heard it mentioned since the last time we talked about it on the podcast. Is it hard for you to find a cold drink? <laughs> no, I <laughs> your perception of what happened I know. is so cute. I, I, I picture it like Les Strahd crawling through like the desert. Like just sipping water no. out, of like, out of like a ditch. No. no. <laughs> Not even close. But are there any people that you know that haven't had a cold drink in a while? No, no, no. I mean, <laughs> no. I'm back up to two showers a day, doing a couple loads of laundry. I mean, wow, what an asshole! You know that they're having a problem yeah, with the water. That is, yeah, but the I'm, nerve, I'm, the I'm, nerve on this guy. I'm doing what I do. You know, I, I I've always taken two showers. Yeah, I know, me I'm, too. And and if I lived in in a warmer climate, I would definitely have to take at least yeah. two showers a day because you're walking around. I don't care if you're. If you have the like, if you have a, a a clean as a whistle ass, let's say your ass is like just ran through like a high pressure hose, right? Yeah. You walk around in jeans in the hot sun, no matter what. Absolutely. Your, je- your jeans are going to pick up that smell of the outside, as I call it. Mm-hmm. And it, it, there, it's an unwearable. And your skin, your skin's. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like that you say pick up the smell of the outside, as I call it. Like that's not yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like 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 you coined that phrase. Yeah, this is, you haven't really given right. it much of a name. Right. But it like sucks it in. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right, and that's what it is. That's why so I can't. I I have a hard time going to bed with knowing that there's like. A day's worth of, of like walking around ball sweat. On oh me. yeah, look. Let me give you an example. So I woke up this morning at three fifteen. I took a shower immediately, of course. Now I took a nap, 
went to the gym and then I, I ran out of time. So we're doing this podcast before I took it. I feel so disgusting right now. The minute we're done with this podcast, I'm taking another shower, which will be probably around 9.15 Chicago time. Then I'm going to wake mm-hmm. up at like 3.20 or 3.15 tomorrow and, and take another shower, shower where yeah. I'm perfectly clean. And there's like a five-hour gap in between showers, but I just can't move in the morning if I don't take a shower. That, that, that's, that's too many showers. I mean, I, that's, that's unnecessary, honestly. It's not because I can't – if you say, if you wake up that early, it's, it's – Ryan, you know what it's like. It, you, can't, yeah. you can't get moving unless but you have I, that water hitting If I took the shower at, before I went to bed – yeah, but it's not about. It's not about four hours later. No, 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 Sam. It's, it's not about clean. It's not about being clean. It's about it's about waking up. It's about feeling fresh to start the day. Yeah, no, it's I about guess. having that water hit you in the face and like knock you out almost. Yeah, because you have that. To do with you have the Sam the Sam sourpuss look on your face when you wake up. <laughs> so, <laughs> Sam, just think about the sour what, like sourpuss September for you. The, the look on your face. Can you imagine if a high pressured hose hit you in the face? Well, the shower hasn't always remedied that for me. So. But I'm sure at least when you get out of the shower, Sourpuss Sammy becomes at least not as Sourpuss, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sourpuss, that's another nickname for yeah. you. Sammy Lou Who and now Sourpuss Sammy. Thanks. <laughs> you made it up yourself. <laughs> another one. Uh, why me? It's Sourpuss Sammy. <laughs> 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 So what do you guys think about Caitlyn Jenner wearing huge, like, McGregor white briefs on her picture? Oh, God. McGregor white briefs. Come on. They were huge. Like, Ryan Ryan and I were talking on the phone. No, we were texting. And Ryan said, it looks like something the Rockford Peaches would have worn in uh, a league of our own. And it's true. It's a penis. I mean, you got to tuck that in somewhere, right? No, no, Sam, but, but... You don't understand. Like, it goes, her, put it this way. Sam, when you used to wear briefs, remember all the time, like, in fifth grade, you'd wear those white briefs? What do you mean? In fifth, what, what, remember when you wore those white briefs in fifth grade? What does that mean? So did I. Remember we used to wear white briefs? Yeah, but, I mean, I, I've been wearing boxers since I was probably 12 or 13. I, I, don't, I don't have fond memories of my times with briefs. But my point is that your briefs were lower cut than Caitlin's were. She was not wearing briefs. I, I yes, just she was. No, those were not briefs. Then what were they? Those were women's panties. Those were not no, briefs. Uh-uh. And you know those were They're briefs. baggy as hell. They're not briefs. Ryan. No. I, I, I think what that is... I, <laughs> Let me look at this picture. <laughs> they're not a little loose. You're right. But they, but they have to be by necessity. Yeah. No. And, and I, I do think that whatever that is, what, whoever styled her for that photo shoot on the Vanity Fair cover, I think they were going for some sort of throwback look and that may have been like a... It really does look like from the time of, you know, in a league of their own, like whatever <laughs> era that was. Like, that was the style. But they're too, the to style. me, they're not, they should be lower cut. But but she but she can't wear lower cut right now. Sam, yes, she could. I'm not talking about the dick area. I'm talking about the hip. Yeah, but, but no, but that area, that area starts. Come on, you Sam, know, Ryan, I mean, come on. She's in good shape. I mean, that the, there, there's, there's creases that start. Right below your, um, yeah, your I mean, lower stomach region. In, in, in this instance, I, I don't know. I have a feeling you, Abe, are the only person whose eyes were drawn to the size of the underwear. <laughs> I, it, it's, this, is, this is formerly Bruce Jenner, now as a female on the cover of a magazine. I mean, it's like, <laughs> that's, pretty, that's pretty significant. 
And your complaint is the extra fabric on the undie. I'm just saying it's not. If you want to be a woman, you should wear a, a better cut. Get, learn from Tim. But Abe, but Abe, I, I, I don't know that that's. Um, I don't think that that it, they, Caitlyn Jenner wasn't going for a contemporary sexy like. They're but they're like su- they're super baggy. That's my point. They're that, not that's super it. super baggy. That's 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 a stretch. They're not super baggy. They're they're not in fight. They look like the kind of briefs I can imagine. Bag. I can imagine base wearing. They're, here, they're <laughs> not super baggy. But I think and and here's here's my point. I think we would need to see another couple photos in order to understand the full scope of the cut of the underwear. Well, that's like true. That, that that one picture they may just be bunched up weird. Like I, we would need to see almost a video. Of the underwear, like we would need to see Caitlyn walking, sitting, standing, jumping jacks. Right. I, I promise you, Abe is the only person in the world to refer to those as super baggy. <laughs> All I know or is if I, if I, brief. right, McGregor brief. If I, if I decide to make the transition and I became Tansy Cannon, right? Yeah. That would probably be my because you would think, oh, you're Abigail. See, I, I do like though that he didn't just like Belinda. What Belinda's a stupid name. You know what I mean? Yeah, Just because name. he's Bruce. And, and by the way, Belinda and Bruce aren't like the same name. Like Sam would be Samantha, right? That's the mm-hmm. same name. Um, Abigail and Abe. Those are more so. Right. Belinda and Bruce, that doesn't even make any sense. So I do like that he jumped out and said, I'm going to be I'm gonna be Caitlyn, not with a K. He could have been Caitlyn with a K to match Kim and on all the girls, but he picked a C. Mm-hmm. You know he did that on purpose because he didn't want to be lumped in. I mean, that was a big move. Yeah, that, was a, that was a real heroic move. No, think about it. Honestly, he could have been Caitlyn with a K. It could have been. It could have been Chloe, Kim, Courtney, Chloe, Kendall, and Caitlyn. But Golly. now, now he's his own C, Caitlyn. Yeah, it's crazy, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the first word that popped in my mind was crazy name choice. Again, I think, and maybe the, the initial shock of it has already worn off for you. I don't know that the craziness uh, is the name. It's <laughs> letter. I mean, yeah. Wait, you're saying there's something else crazy about it than the name I mean, and the no. briefs? <laughs> yeah, the shocking parts I think to most people aren't the fact that he didn't pick a K and his underwear too big. <laughs> you know what I would love to see? A commercial with Michael Jordan with that, that Adolf Hitler mustache and Bruce oh, yeah. Jenner wearing the briefs. That would be an awesome commercial. Like two, oh, two, two Olympic gold medalists. By the way, they both have yeah. multiple gold medals. Why? Why not? Michael Jordan does Hanes. They make Hanes women's underwear, don't they, Sam? Why are you asking me? I have no idea. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure they make briefs for women. I'm sure there are women who wear, you know, what you consider briefs. I'm Sam, sure they, you, I'm sure they. I'm sure they're available. Sam, if you transitioned, would you be Sammy Cannon? I don't know. I mean, my name is easy to work with. I mean, it's so you a, would you would a, just be Samantha then. My name works for both sexes. I could be. I could just be Sam. It doesn't even. I don't have Ryan. To what it. would you be? I mean, I, I, if, if if we're talking about what I would pick, I, that would you be that like gooned? Be, yeah, gooned. <laughs> gooned mano. Gooned mano. Gooned. What a disgusting name. I don't gooned. know. Or Esther. What I would pick, but I. I I was going to ask you, uh, because you said that you would be Tansy Cannon, and that obviously, I mean, if anyone's never listened to the show or the podcast, for many, many years, Abe's fake name, his go-to, 
uh, for a female is Tansy. So, of course, that's why I'd have to I be have, Tansy. Right, right. I have never in my life heard of or met someone named Tansy. So it'd be perfect. Well, I, I think I think Abe may walk around um, late nights, kind of like, like uh, Bruce and Jenner once did. Abe may walk around as Tansy. In pump. Oh yeah, yeah, Diane. Oh yeah, Diane. I did it. It was worth it. It was worth the freaking <laughs> out. Of course, Diane. Wait, right. I love your impression. Do that. Do your Bruce impression with Diane. Wait, what, what, during that interview, you said, uh, <laughs> "You think I did this for the publicity?" Oh come on, Diane. It <laughs> ain't happening. That ain't happening. <laughs> Doesn't Bruce Jenner though have the? I mean, I could take like me. I would be a much better female, or Ryan especially. If Ryan and I were women, we could work with our voices to be more feminine. Bruce Jenner has heard It's me, it's Caitlyn Jenner. Like his voice is not set up to be a woman at all. Right? No, you're you're absolutely right. I think when when Bruce was Bruce, not taking, uh, you know, the estrogen or the different. Hormones. I think Bruce's voice was like a substantial. I mean, it was like it was a like uh, what's voice. that Sam? A, what's that chick's name from Fox News who wears the hard hard? Oh, Greta Van Susteren. Yeah, yeah. I mean, his his best and case. Never, never refer to her as never refer to her as that chick again, please. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, She's uh, definitely not that chick. <laughs> but she, Bruce's best case scenario is that he'll sound like Greta Van Susteren. Absolutely. <laughs> and but yeah. when Bruce was when Bruce was a man. You know, taking like not on hormones. Bruce had like a he had a passable male voice. He had a fine like his voice was just fine. But then you incorporate like trying to soften the voice, and you're right. It does it it bleeds into that Greta <laughs> territory. Where, it's like where am I? I'm I'm Caitlyn Jenner. I I got yeah. <laughs> I got Kim told me you go girl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and by the way, I I really am all for. Stuff like this happening, but when Sam walks in wearing a vest, I rip on him for three hours. So how could you not make fun of Caitlyn Jenner? I, I love the people who who are like, um, they'll post stuff like "Fly now, free birdie." But it's like if Ryan showed up in in a dress, I wouldn't just stand there and be like, "Oh, that's awesome, Ryan." And Ryan's <laughs> one of my best friends. So if I if I would rip on Ryan, why would I not rip on Bruce Jenner? I completely understand what you're saying. I think that, that that everyone's a little sensitive to it, but but that I mean it it changes it changes nothing. Like, uh, yeah, dude, I, I understand completely. What I mean, you're it's, it's, I mean it's, it's it's just it's bizarre. I I think it's great if he feels that way. I think it's great. It's good for him. But it's hard to not laugh at the situation because if Sam rolled up in a mini skirt and said, "Hey, fellas, I'm Sammy now." I mean, <laughs> I like right, like you said. What was the thing we were talking about where I said, like, if I showed up with, like, what was it, no shirt on? Or, what was that thing where I said, yeah, if I just oh, rolled God. it? Yeah, yeah. It, yeah, but we couldn't talk about it. Like, if, if uh, yeah, like it was if, just accepted if, that I don't wear shirts anymore at parties. Right. I think it was, it, we said that, like, if Abe got, if Abe had, like, uh, God, like, if you had some sort of surgery or something, so you always took your shirt off, but you didn't want to talk about the surgery. Oh, no, no. I know what it was. Um. It was that I got a surgery that gave right. me like a six pack or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you had a surgery, but no one could address it. And Sam <laughs> told us privately 
Oh, oh yeah. Naked, he's going to have his shirt off. <laughs> but he doesn't yeah. want to talk about the surgery. Yeah, well, just, no, that's not what we're doing. Because, uh, no. Just, I mean, yeah, just, just, just so it. you guys know, uh, Abe doesn't wear shirts anymore. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> if that's cool. Uh... <laughs> yeah, it's because it happened doesn't mean that it, you're exempt. Like, if Bruce Jenner or Caitlyn Jenner showed up, you know, looking ridiculous, wearing something so I mean, you can't not... It doesn't excuse you from, from you know, kind of being talked about. I mean, you can't just... Everything isn't, oh, that's great, how brave. Yeah, and it is It, it is. It is a, a awesome move for him, and it, it is tough. Can you imagine your Bruce Jenner, the gold medalist on Wheaties, and you've won multiple gold medals, and for him to do this, it, it, it it's crazy. But, like I said... It's impo- it would be impossible for me not to – if base walked it. I'm a woman now, guys. I'm Danielle Levy. Like, we, we would yeah, just – you, you, keep, you keep giving these examples like if base walked in, if Sam walked in, it would be a complete shocker. This was a long transition. I mean – Yeah, but it was still a shock, this is a, Sam. This is, guy, this is a guy that America has watched struggle for years. I mean, there was a lot of talk about this in, in, in the media. No, the but, but when Bruce Jenner was playing with interview. helicopters I, – I, I know it's been – but, Sam, even if, if I heard – caught wind that Sam was caught walking around with a dress on, I would still be like, hey, Sam, what's the deal? And I'd be, I'd be cool about it. I would just I make some comments. I don't think you com- would. Of course I would. I don't care if you wear a dress. Because when I, I wear a dress, I make sure you're never around. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think you'd be cool about it. <laughs> That's I, why I Sam's so gloomy, because he, yeah. he can't be himself. Yeah. Maybe I, should just, maybe I should contact Annie Leibovitz and see if I can get on the cover of Vanity Fair. End this already. <laughs> Uh, Abe's point is like just because you do this doesn't automatically forever make you exempt from any sort of yeah no I, I, I yeah no I mean you're right you're right to a certain extent but I mean I do think I, I think that Abe the way you're illustrating it though you keep saying you know if if Sam had addressed if Ryan had addressed it's like well yeah but that's our relationship that's how we are we all rib each other all the time yeah but my I mean, point most, is that I've known you guys else like us but Sam if I okay let's I mean, a lot of, here's here's the thing man a lot of a lot of the hate. Um, a lot of the hate that you'll see through social media towards Caitlyn Jenner is actual pure hatred. I mean, well, yeah, yeah. messed around, and that and that's what it is. I think that there's a movement out there right now to try to shut the bigots down, and, and you know this is important for transgender people. I mean, this is yeah, a big yeah. moment. But my point is that let's say I met a transgender person at a bar, right? I only know them as you know uh, Kimberly, the the transgendered woman. So that's all I could go by. So I, I wouldn't be like, I wouldn't start laughing because I only know her as that. Um, but Bruce Jenner, who I knew exactly what he looked like before, of course I'm going to say, oh, wow, that's that's interesting. Just like oh, yeah, if Sam I mean, or Ryan or Baseball. Sam, if I walked in with a miniskirt on, Sam, if I walked in with a miniskirt on, you wouldn't send out a tweet saying, fly now, be free, my no, AB Bernie. You wouldn't, you wouldn't look like that. You would look like... I, I don't. I mean, it wouldn't be good. I oh, mean, oh. So it's okay for because Bruce Jenner could look better because he has a lot of money, and my transition would look like shit. That's okay. That's a, that is a part of it. Yes. See, well, that's fucked up. Then I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> kidding. Obviously, <laughs> I'm kidding. Obviously. I mean, if I can't afford to look like that, I'm not going to have think, money to get surgeries. I think your nature. I wouldn't feel as bad if you were discriminated on because you discriminate against everyone else in the world. Oh, okay. so, you know, you, I don't you discriminate have, against anyone. You have, mean, to be, think, you have to be an equal, equal opportunity, opportunity offender to make yeah. fun of everyone. Right. Well, you definitely are that, though. You definitely are You should are be. 
Everyone should be. No one should ever be exempt of being made fun of. Because if you're, if you're going to be an offender, you should, yeah, but you don't have to be an offender. Of course you do. We make fun of everyone. Well, we, I, but I didn't say that we're not offenders. We oh, offend okay. people. Yeah, but I'm saying you don't have to necessarily always be offensive. Yeah, I, mean, I know you there, do. I know you have There's a defense. distinction between saying, like, well, everybody, you know, is fair game versus, like, I'm, I'm going to make, I'm going to offend everyone. <laughs> <laughs> like, going into any situation, exactly, I'm, yeah. I'm, go- I'm going to offend you. Is right. a bit different than like saying you're yeah. not exempt from right. being talked. You, that's you've illustrated it much better than Here, I here's a good example. Louis C.K. was on Saturday Night Live, right? He made jokes about religion and rape, which are both very serious issues. Very serious issues. And Sam and, and I agree. And, I mean, and race. His, his. By the way, let me just interject. I I still laugh almost every day when I think about his description of have, of having mild racism. Yeah. yeah, where he said, he, where he said, if, and this uh, to me is so freaking funny. Dude. It is. And, uh, he said, I, if I, I'll give you an example. If I walk into a pizza place that's run by four black women, <laughs> I, I, I don't, I'll still eat there. It doesn't bother me. I just look and I say, huh. <laughs> 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 but see, Ryan, that's my point. That's just yeah. as offensive as saying, and that's why Sam sometimes, Sam that's and I had a, wait, hang on, hang on, hey, Sam, hang on, hang on. The rape thing was, though, to a lot of people. And and I said, and you agreed with me, that it was funny, and, and there, he's make, people get raped. And to, if you hear a joke about rape, that hurts you personally. So that's my point. Is that you can't, he, well, hang on, hang on. That's what he does. I no, know, I know, I know, but I'm But saying. you can't pick and choose what offends you. That's why I go I by the, the motto of equal opportunity offenders. You make fun oh, no. of everyone, and that's you it. You can't pick and choose what offends you. I, you. You certainly can't pick and choose what offends you. That, that's well, that's true, right. but, but my point but is you can't be outraged. I, I, I agree with you when you say that, you know, uh, if, you're, if you're an equal opportunity offender, I mean, that means, you know, you, you don't really have any particular um, strong biases or, or any... Yeah. Like, but but but, 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 but but I hate when I say something right. and then you'll say something like, "Well, that's you're very you're a bigot or something." It's not. I just make fun of everything. I see something and then I, I think about, "Oh wow, that's weird." Um, but you can't you can't be outraged by certain things. You either have to be outraged by everything or you no, have to be outraged by nothing. I disagree. I Here's the thing, Louis. I'll take Louis for example. Ryan brought up Louis, so I firmly believe Louis is not somebody who has. Strong prejudices, but neither do I. Strong racial. I'm not. Hey, why is everything about you? No, I know, but you made comments that make it. I'm, sound... I'm illustrating a, a, a greater point. Oh, okay. So I'm saying I, I take what Louis and I look at that. It's a, it's a free speech thing. What Louis says, you know, he has the right to say that. Just like you know, you have the right to be offended by it. But I mean, I don't. I don't. When Louis makes those comments, it doesn't offend me. Like if Donald Trump made the same comments, because I know the nature of that guy. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. You know, like you said, I think Louis is an equal opportunity offender. You know, in his work, that's what he does. I mean, he's a comedian. Comedians, you know, and he's he's an edgy comedian. So he, I think, he and I think a, here's a, a really good example is like Juliana Rancic, right on E. Yeah, the patrol. Remember she made that? Yeah, she made that comment about that Zendaya girl. Yeah, and she looks like. I, it all depends on the person, really, right. because. You know, I mean, Juliana Rancic isn't known for being funny. She was trying to be funny, but instead had to come out with an issue of apology and probably had to, like, have a meeting with Al Sharpton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mean, exactly, like I miss. I, you meet with Al Sharpton, you're, you're, you should just retire from whatever uh, meeting right. you're in because 
It, it's it's really. Could you imagine that you're a poly, you're on your knees? You will apologize to me, white man. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to do it, Ralph. I didn't mean to do it. But I think that's that's the point, though. It's like when you have to meet with Al Sharpton, that means you there there probably was well, a intentional okay. bias there. Maybe, but 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 go back then and look at. It's just all about. It literally is. It's not even about what the person does for a living or what they're known for. It's literally a person by person basis. Louis C.K. on a much bigger stage, hosting SNL, said far more racist things than Juliana Rancic saying that Zendaya looks oh, like yeah. she smoked weed. And it, it just Ryan. It, it's you know what I'm saying. Like, oh, and, I do. And, 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 I, and I can Ryan. I can even break it down even further. Okay. Why is it okay to daily make fun of fat people? There's gay jokes every day. Every day. There's black jokes every day. Every day. But to make a joke about a transgender woman. Oh, whoa. Hey, whoa. Hang on. Hang on. You're crossing the line with that one. No. Fat people get ripped on all the time. Rednecks, black people, Mexican people, uh, poor people. So. If you could make fun of all those groups, why is it different to make fun yeah, but of this? Hey, in, our, our, in, our, in our lifetimes, transgender has been a punchline. Is for so are fat people. So are right fat now, people. It's, a, it's a hot spot issue right now. I know. But so are black people. High, black people get made fun of. scrutinized because of it. Because okay. it's in the news, it's scrutinized more. I promise you, a joke about transgender people a year ago wouldn't have, nobody would have gave a shit. Okay, you, Sam, okay, how about this, right how about now, this, how about it's gonna this? It's going to be scrutinized, it makes good media. I know, but okay, so we're half Palestinian, right? So, people make fun of Arabs all the time. Yeah, I think the point you're going to make is that it's, you don't get, you're not offended by it, and that's what I'm saying. It, it happens to, to everybody, but I'm saying right now, the point I'm trying to make is that the transgender issue is a very hot-button issue right now. Just like... You know, a couple a couple years ago, the gaming was a hot issue, and maybe in three years it'll be Arabs or it'll be you know uh, people who are physically handicapped or somebody else. But right now, that's a more sensitive topic than making fun of African Americans or Arabs or Muslims or handicapped people or gays. That's that's where we're at right now. I know, but I'm yeah, just the, saying the, that everyone gets made yeah. fun of that, so that you can't pick and choose what offends you. Everything's right. offensive. No, I, you're right. But, but there is something to be said about the fact that, like, the temperature and the climate right now, that's just, a, that's like a well, sensitive yeah. topic. Yeah, and, 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 and the, re- the real story is that people are just bigots and scumbags, and they don't accept, like, you know, they won't accept uh, Caitlyn Jenner. That's well, not what and, I'm and saying. What, I'm just saying that thing, you could you could, you could could look at it and you could make a joke about anything. That's just my, that's my yeah, point. I, I agree. And one more thing to keep in mind is, Remember the very first thing that that when you know before Caitlyn was Caitlyn when Bruce Jenner did that Diane Sawyer interview the very first thing he said do you remember? Uh, he said that, that, like, uh, I've been the, waiting the a long Im- time to do this or something. But the, he said the most important thing before we do this is oh, to yeah, agree yeah. that we have to keep our sense of humor about this. exactly. I mean it, it is think the whole situation and and. Like you said, the more that we see stuff like this, you'll be more accepting of it. When gay people first start coming on, everyone was so shocked. And now it's just, now it's normal. When they first started coming around, what are they, like the White Walkers? <laughs> <laughs> they just like, showed up one day. <laughs> no, but do you remember, like, they would, they used to say the word fag all the time in movies, and, and it was acceptable. And the N-word and every I mean, the racist humor. You go back, racism, then... Uh, you know, making fun of people because they're gay. Now, transgender. I'm just saying that 
everything is up for a joke if it's done with the right mindset. Like like you said, right. Sam, Louis C.K., he's joking about rape. There's no, there's almost nothing worse than rape. So the rape point is I was trying to make it, I think Ryan had reiterated this in probably a more easily digestible manner, but it's really just about the fact that the transgender thing is a very hot-button issue at this moment. I'm sure... The temperature for that won't be as high in six months, but right now, because of what just happened, because of the Caitlyn Jenner thing, it's a hot button issue. Yeah. That's all it is. People are looking looking her up. They're researching. They're reading about transgenders. You know, they're questioning their own biases, and the media knows this, and they're looking for stories. And that's all it is. So, you, you know, it, people tweet the wrong thing about Caitlyn Jenner right now, and it's going to blow up. And, and that's all I'm saying. Yeah. But there's, like, there's a difference between you know, saying something like ago, a joke as opposed to saying something just being discriminatory. Right, I agree. So that's my point. That's the point I'm trying to make. Right, but I, I will say the one thing I don't agree with you on is you said you, you can't pick what offends you. I don't think that's true. I think you can pick what offends I, I meant you. to say you can't pick what – that you can't be here, – here's what I meant to say. If you're outraged by one thing, you can't be outraged by any – you have to be outraged by everything or nothing. Because if rape is the thing that outrages you, then uh, and the, the transgender stuff doesn't, then you can't make a big deal about this one topic if you allow all these gay jokes and all these rape jokes and all these black jokes and all these Mexican jokes. If you allow all those jokes to happen, all these fat jokes, if those things are all cool and this one thing offends you, you can't act so outraged about this one topic when you allow all these other topics to be made fun of. That's my point. Wow. Last thing about Caitlyn Jenner. Now that he's officially a uh, a Kardashian Jenner woman, what's the countdown till he starts hooking up with a black guy? Oh, like Warren yeah. Sapp or someone like that, right? Or a Suge Knight. Yeah. <laughs> how about Ray? Uh, oh, J? What about Ray J? Oh wait, because hold on, wait. Which Kylie Jenner and Kendall Jenner are his daughters? Are Bruce's daughters? Right? Yeah. yeah. And which one of them is Kylie or Kendall, the one that's dating Tyga? That's uh, Kylie, who's underage. So he's technically, he's a child molester, technically. Because is he's she like, underage? Well, yeah. She's, what is she, 16, 17? She, well, now she's 17, but he started in with her when she was like 16. Now he's like 25. So wait, how old is, they're, so they're twins, right? Her and no, Kendall? no, no, Kendall's like two years oh, old. Okay. So I was, my, my initial thought was maybe the, 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 uh, tendency toward the, the black guys is just a Kardashian bloodline thing, but I no. guess it's, it's all of it. Yeah, so that's interesting. But, <clears throat> again, during that, that Diane Sawyer interview, uh, before Caitlyn was Caitlyn, Bruce was saying, I'm I'm still attracted to females, so maybe... Maybe a black woman. Maybe Caitlyn will start shacking yeah. up with, like, a... Monique. What about Wanda Sykes? Monique or uh, Gabrielle... <laughs> Gabrielle Cinema, or, or Shepard. What's her name? Uh, Ser- Ser- Sherry Shepard. Jerry Shepard, um, Star Jones. Yeah, Star Star Jones is a good one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe just like a Whoopi like Goldberg, a nice thick black lady. <laughs> <laughs> it is, the one funny thing about the Kardashians, it, the, those, I think we've talked about this before, but those guys who only care about ass. Like all, the, all they care about is a big ass. Like he could just be the sloppiest, fattest ass ever. Damn! You see all that ass? Like, what is? Like they don't care. Like as much as much ass as you could fit into a pair of like white yoga pants or white spandex pants, they're cool with it. Like the sloppiest. Yeah. Like I, like Kim Kardashian. 
picture Kim Kardashian times 10, and you'll see guys go, damn! I, I mean, yeah, I, I well, to me, the, the, I just think the ass thing, I, I, the ass thing is so different to me, because if you're a leg, if you like legs, you don't love cankles and, like, gigantic legs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. like, that's why the ass thing is so free. Yeah. Like, it's so backwards to me, because... But isn't if the ass thing like the boob guys? Like some of the boob guys, just like any any saggy like bags. Yeah, but that, and that's another that's another good example. I mean, I think if you're a boob guy, I think the majority of guys who would identify as boob guys like a nice, like tight, not small, but like but a a good set of big but perky. <clears throat> yeah, boobs, right. Not fat. Not not like Aretha. Like Fra- like not like the ones Aretha Franklin has. Exactly. Yes, but like the ass thing is just the, that's like the one exception where if you're an ass guy and you love just like big, thick, fat, like it can't. There's no such thing as too fat of an ass. Yeah, exactly. You know, but if you had like uh, like some chick who had like Jared from Subway's legs before he lost all his weight, <laughs> like if you're a leg guy, that's not a pair of legs that's going to appeal to you. Yeah, but it, take the ass. You just make it like a. a Glad bag full of like dog shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. I was watching I, some I video. I don't, I don't get the big ass. I don't get the. That's the thing, man. I don't. Even Kim's ass doesn't do anything for me. It just it looks like a fat ass. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they, it, they it, take... it looks it, it looks um, misproportionate in some of her outfits. I mean, it, it it's almost kind of ridiculous, really. Some of the things she wears. It's like kind of taken. Dirt remember, she wears in the pants. It just it looks kind of. It, it's a little bit much. Remember back when yeah. Friends was on? Jennifer Aniston was known for her ass. Now when you look at it, it's like it, it, now it's gone to such an extreme that the original nice asses have been trumped by these like sloppy asses. Right. So like back, what used to be considered nice it, for some reason isn't anymore. Now it's like the, uh, just a bag of shit, like Iggy Azalea. Like just two glad, like you said, two glad bags full yeah. of like shit and hammers. Hey, speaking of Iggy Azalea, did you see that she uh, she canceled that? I've all I have always since the very first time I heard that awful song, Fancy. She's terrible. I have hated, I, and Iggy Azalea to me does not pass the uh, the sniff test. Like that, my yeah. bullshit meter went off the very first time I heard that. Like I thought. Who is this, and why is she trying to be Nicki Minaj? Yeah. And she canceled her entire arena tour. Yeah, because she said she deserves a break, right? I heard ticket sales were uh, pretty abysmal. Well, I'm sure ticket sales were terrible. She, I mean, she bit off more than she could chew by trying to do arenas. But she had already postponed that tour once. Right. I mean, that, was the po- that tour was supposed to happen, I think, in the spring, and then pushed it to the fall, and then just canceled it outright. I mean... I just yeah, think she's I, probably not very good either. Like, the, you know, getting course. ready for no, arena tour. It's like, you know, she has one song that she probably knows the lyrics to, and and they probably tried to, you know, do some um, uh, some auditioning for some other stuff, and she probably didn't know what she was doing up there. Of course, that's absolutely right, and th- that can't be. It cannot be good for for the rest of what's to come for Iggy. No. And, and you know what it is? She is like in hey, line with hey, what we're doing. Hold on. Hold your thought, Sam. Hold your thought. Base, base is calling. Hold your thought. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only, Dan Bass Levy. Dan Levy, welcome. Yo. Oh, nice. I was almost on time there. Thanks for having me. 
<laughs> Base, we were just talking about... We have a very special guest this evening. Yeah, Dan Levin, <laughs> a.k.a. Base. Speaking of yeah. big asses, Base is the... Base, you love big asses, right? I like a big ass. What do you think about Iggy Azalea's ass? It's fake, but it's awesome. Oh, you think it's fake? It's got to be fake. What, what the were you girl weighs about? like 11 pounds. That is a good point, Base. Like, you know, I, and I'm thinking about, like, I've seen pictures lately of um, uh, Khloe Kardashian. You know, she's apparently lost a lot of weight, but the ass yeah, is exactly. bigger than it used to be. Yep. Yep. But, that's, but, that's a norm, but that's a normal size ass. No, it's not. For a girl like that. There's pictures, For a girl like that. There's pictures of Kim Kardashian when she was younger. She had, like, Ryan, like we described as a nice ass before. And mm-hmm. she may have had, like, a bunch of, like, you know, gut fats pushed into it. Because now it's just, it drops, it just looks like a bowling ball was put in her ass. Mm-hmm. So, you might be right, Base. I heard, I heard they've been just taking all the gut fat out of uh, Rob Kardashian and putting it in all their asses. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yo, yo, ladies, I got plenty to go around. Y'all want to take some out of my gut. That sounds like Rob. <laughs> what were you going to say, Ryan, about Iggy? Was that it? Oh, I was just saying, that, no, I was just saying, like, canceling this tour, I mean, it's that's, we're probably just about at the, she's probably reached her limit here. Yeah. I'm, I'm guessing we've probably heard about all we're going to hear from Iggy Azalea. She, she's only 24 years old. She looks like she's like 35. She just got a boob job, and I think she got like other plastic surgery. So now that she has money, she's really, you know, gone the yeah, route but of that, a lot of these she's other. She's going to have to be safe with that money. Cause, I mean, you you think someone should tell her that because she's a foreigner that getting hooked up with a guy named Swaggy P, his real name isn't Scotty Pippen, and you're marrying the wrong fucking basketball player? I thought she married, <laughs> uh, is Nick Young, is he Swaggy P? Yeah. <laughs> well, he makes five million a year. That's enough. Well, I guess not. She probably he's a more. vet player, man. I mean, that is no stability. I mean, if you're going to be like the the hottest pop star right now, would that's you, uh, true. Up the game a little bit and not settle for uh, the Lakers bench guy. She could definitely get a Chris Bosh or someone like that who uh, makes the max. Oh, uh, definitely. You ever no, see Bosh's I mean, wife, Ryan? She looks like she's Iggy Azalea. amazing. No, she's not. Her ass is the size see, of Iggy Azalea see, times two. See, guys, base is the kind of guy I was just talking about. <laughs> She's amazing. Her ass is the size of mountains. <laughs> what were you saying, Ryan? I mean, I, I, my thing is, I, I feel like if Iggy Azalea, if Fancy had just come out and she was like, it looked like she was going to be the biggest thing ever, yeah, she might have been able to get somebody other than Swaggy P. But the fact that she didn't have a follow-up single, the fact that she's had to cancel this tour twice—I mean, she—that's like she's lucky to have that. I mean, she—she—I mean, she really could. She got lucky, I think, to still get a, a five million dollar a year bench player. There got to be other guys she could get though that make decent yeah, like, sellers, like, like Taj uh, Gibson or something. Carlos Boozer had a good promo. <laughs> yeah, Boozer. Yeah, Boozer. <laughs> um, Even she knows that guy's broke. Paul Gasol. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> Paul Gasol. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know, dude. I think I think that ship has sailed. She probably she's grasping for straws now and, and settled for whoever would take her. Yeah, you know, she's probably like trying to call up Robert Parrish right now. Robert Parrish. Hello. Hello? Who this? Yo, this Iggy, this R to the G G Y I Z A L E A. Who that? Who that? Who that? Who that? Pop. Iggy Pop? Who's <laughs> Iggy Pop? <laughs> How'd you get this number? Hey, speaking of music, I was watching a Leonard Skinner 2010 concert on Palladia. Ugh. 
They were they were um Sorry to sorry to hear that. They were supporting <laughs> they were supporting a new album at the time, I guess, called God and Guns. Do Classic they, title. But do they have any albums that don't have the names God or Guns in the like aren't all their albums since Ronnie Van Zant died called like Guns, God, you know, God and Guns, Guns. Isn't and Leonard God. Skinner now just like Sean Hannity and Bill O'Reilly? Isn't that Leonard Skinner? Don't they tour as <laughs> Leonard Skinner? Well, it's it's funny because I said that their album should have been called Fallen Tree in the Forest. Oh, I got it. Very good. Why is that, Abe? Because no one will ever hear it. Oh, I, ah! I, I don't know why that took me a minute to say. Yeah. <laughs> this is such a good joke. Anyways, that during... Wasn't, that wasn't Abe, that wasn't the final. Dur- during that concert, they met... It was 2010, right? So they're like, we want to dedicate this tour to our two fallen brothers. And they were two members that died that year. So, like, I don't think there's ever been a Leonard Skinner tour where it's not dedicated to a fallen brother. Because guys from Leonard Skinner, like, a guy from Leonard Skinner just died this year. So, like, if they go out on tour, they're going to dedicate to that. Like, they, they don't even care about Ronnie Van Zant anymore because he died in 1977. Now all the tours are dedicated. Oh, uh, this is to our harmonica player, Blake Owens. This tour is dedicated to him. So, oh, what do jo- they do in concert? Do they, do they actually play or do they just stand in front of videos and clap? They're like the uh, at Showbiz Pizza, like Fats and Billy Bob. No, but I hate – if anyone has ever seen – um, Leonard Skinner. Now, Ronnie Van Zant was awesome. He died in 1977. Ten years later, his brother Johnny Van Zant took over, and he has the worst voice I've ever heard. Um, in the behind the music, I remember they said, Johnny, he looks like Ronnie. He sounds like Ronnie. If you close your eyes, you'd say it is Ronnie. He looks and sounds nothing like him. And if you watch him play, he lets the crowd sing every song. Like, he sings zero choruses and only half of the first verse, and that's it. So even like a hit, like he'll be like, "Big wheel, keep on, come on, come on, everyone, sing it, come on, come on." And then for the chorus, he doesn't sing any choruses. So like "Sweet Home Alabama," sweet, and they put some microphone out for the entire chorus. Then he goes back to the verse, sings like the first two words, and lets the crowd sing the whole songs. Sounds like an amazing show. Well, that's my point. It's like he's embarrassed. To see. It, it, it's like a little kid. Hey, like remember Ryan when you were over at uh, our cousin's house and they're like, Ricky, come out here and play guitar. Remember how embarrassed yeah. he was? That's how Johnny Van Zant is in concert. Like he's totally <laughs> embarrassed to play. Like, ooh, that's <laughs> come, come on, come on, listen to that. Come on, everybody. Can you smell that smell? Come on. Like, he's completely embarrassed. He screams yes. He sang Freebird, right, which is a legendary song. If I leave here tomorrow, right when he said that first line, he goes, "Yes, sir." <laughs> like, why would you scream out? You're singing a sensitive song that yeah. is pretty much dedicated to the death of your brother. If I yeah. leave here you, you tomorrow, yes, sir. It, you know what, it reminds it reminds me of when uh, like when the Cubs have guest uh, seventh inning stretch singers. Yeah. You know, people who don't really want to sing, you know, they're not like, like, let's say Larry David did it. Like, he would just let the crowd sing the whole thing. Like, he wouldn't want to do that. He would just say, take me, and then just hold the mic out for the rest yeah. of the song. Like, when Stacey King like Gary did. What's that? Yeah, I mean, it's... I said, do it like Harry did. They always, like, refer to Harry Carey. Do it like Harry oh, yeah, the thing. Yeah. But then they just wave the mic around. I mean, that's what you do... When you're not confident about, you know, think, but what, you know, I mean, 
you let everyone else take over. It's a mix of shame and like just not being talented. <laughs> exactly. I think the second part is really hits home for the Leonard Skinner singer. He has no. He has, his voice is worse than mine. Big wheel, come on, come on, come on, sing it. That's what he yells. Sing it. Yes, sir. Come on. Watch him. Yes, sir. Watch him. You don't get. You get. You get uh, half a verse and no chorus on every song. The crowd is singing. The only songs he sings are the ones off Gods and Guns. Because that, those are the ones that no one, if he put the microphone out to the crowd, no one would even know the song. This one's called Shoot Them Down Till They're Dead. Come on. This is off God and Gun. <laughs> Shoot them down. <laughs> hey, that just reminds me of something. Do you remember, and all of you guys should remember this, I think, because we played this uh, on the podcast. So the other day I, uh, I was in Jill's car and I put in, the, I, I plugged my phone into the, like the USB thing just to charge it, and my iPod started playing automatically. And the first song, it went in alphabetical order, was that song Accidental Racist by Brad Paisley and LL Cool J. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys remember that? Yeah, that was a piece I of downloaded shit. It, I downloaded it, uh, you know, to get the recording to play on the Sirius show when that came out. And I listened to that again, dude, how bad that song was. LL Cool J at one point in that song says, if you forgive the do rags, I'll forgive the chain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was it like the number one? Was it like the number one country song too? I think for a minute. I mean, but it's so like they were honestly LL Cool J and Brad Paisley were trying to eliminate racism <laughs> with that song. What a duo! <laughs> what a duo to do it. That might have been the only song that each race. Declined to acknowledge either one of them being a part of their yeah, each exactly. other's race. I know, like and the white the white people are ashamed, and black people are ashamed. Well, yeah, and and I think it had the opposite effect. Like it made people more racist. It made black. But <laughs> 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 like, you couldn't have heard that and felt good. It's not like a song that you get like you know you don't get misty eyed over that and be like, yeah, I've had it all wrong. No, you're like, God, listen to this asshole. And both both races are saying that. Yo, if I could forgive the, the if you could forgive the do rag, I'll forgive the chain. <laughs> what chain is he speaking of? The he's one on the wall. No, actually, the line was. Um, I, I just remembered. He says, "If you forgive the gold chain, I'll forgive the iron chain." Oh God! <laughs> saying that, like, if if a if a country boy can look past all the gold chains, then that takes a, then. By God, the blacks can forget that they were ever shackled. See, see how how, how do those how do, you, how do you even compare those two items? One is way worse than the other one. Like, totally. Like, maybe they should have had Ryan actually say the words out loud of these guys when the meeting was, and maybe they wouldn't have came out with that song. Wait a minute. If I were a black guy, and, and I'm like, hey, by the Brad Paisley forgives you for wearing those huge gold chains, so you should forgive all white people for slavery. Oh, yeah, that sounds like a fan deal. Yeah, where do I sign up for that? There's no black guy that would sign up for that, because that, that's not an even no. trade. Like, it should be, if I, if I forgive the stupid cowboy hat, you could forgive the gold chains. That's an even trade, not slavery and gold chains. Exactly. Yeah. Parallel is crazy. And and even when that song starts, Brad Paisley says, you know, when I walk into the Starbucks, I have the uh, I have that Confederate flag on. I'm just trying to say that I'm a Skinner fan. I'm not trying to I'm not trying to to tell you that I'm a racist. 
you know, and he was saying, like, when I walk, if you're a black guy working at Starbucks and I walk in with this Confederate flag on, you have to understand what it is that I'm saying. <laughs> what? I mean, why, why does anyone? What an asshole, though. I, that'd be like me wearing a swastika. Oh, I just think it looks cool. Yo, if I wear a swastika, it's just a tribute to Germany back in the day. It doesn't represent how organized that. they were. Yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah. It's just a tribute to the organization. <laughs> it's, tri- <laughs> it's just a tribute to the organization really of the Germans. How organized they got? Yeah, I respect their organization. <laughs> so you have to respect the swastika, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, uh, just like one final thing on that. It's like, I, and one of you guys may have just said it. It's everything that they tried to do with that song. You just say, like, guys, it doesn't work that way. This isn't how it goes. <laughs> I'm sorry. None of what you're trying to say is valid. This is not how it works. That's like saying, proofreading your lyrics. We've decided that this does not work. That's like saying, you know, if I if I could forgive you wearing. Um, Mike, for you wearing that belt buckle, you could forgive the raping of your sister or something. Like something exactly. that ridiculous. It's like what it's like what a kid says, I'll trade you my Lamborghini if you're a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. There, yeah, there really is drink. no comparison. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, no, I, I guess I'll, I'll trade it. I'm pretty hungry, so yeah, that sounds about right. You know what's the best when you rip someone off? Once you realize that they're dumb enough to make that trade, then you just you oversell the fact that you have a piece of shit. Like in other words, oh, yeah. So like, let's say we were trading baseball cards, and I was trading with Ryan, and I'm like, "Hey, it's a joke." I'm saying, "Hey, hey, Ryan, give me your Walter Payton rookie. I'll give you this Steve Largent rookie." He'd be like, "Oh, okay." I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, hang on, hang on. Let me think about it." Like you try to make yeah. it like just like when remember when I sold my guitar to the pawn shop, and it was probably worth fifty dollars, and she offered me like six hundred for it. Right. Then I had to play that whole game like, well, I don't want to part with it. And then the back of my head, I'm like, if anyone walks in here, any other employee, I'm fucked. So I need to get this sob story out and move quick. I need the money. I couldn't get out of there quick enough once I got the money. And then I started like tearing up. I'm like, well, if I want to come back, she's like, well, I'll probably have a price tag on it, to be honest with you, of $1,000. I'm like, well, just if I come back, can I get a discount at least? She's like, yeah, I'll, I'll give you something. I'll give you a little bit. <laughs> Oh my god! I can't believe it even took that long. Like you were asking that many questions, just get out. No, I know, but 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 you automatically because you know you're full of shit. You over just like how I used to overcompensate at Sirius when we'd play a recording of a band and I'd say it's live. All right, round them, round them through. Hey, Tommy, are they ready to rock? Tommy, the engineer in oh, Studio Brad, B. Oh, oh, Brad. Brad still needs a minute? Oh, he's doing vocal warm-ups. Okay. Oh, the singer Brad needs a minute to warm up. Tommy (laughs) in Studio C. Sam! Sam, We would edit out out the part where they say, Thank you, Jerry, for having us on the show. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we'd be playing something from Jamie TV. I I love Sam. It would be be Sam's voice dumped in going, Abe. No, but at some point, Sam Sam would get pissed off, like, just fucking, just fucking do it already! <laughs> <laughs> Sam, I'm rough, man, you'd get... Oh, yeah. Like, I'd be like, oh, here, here is a recording of Smashing Pumpkins in our studio. J- Billy, are you ready to rock? Oh, what, Tommy? <laughs> Tommy, is Tommy the engineer in Studio Z... You need Billy needs an extra minute. Yeah, uh, and that's because my I, I hit play. It was, a, it, it was it was a little ridiculous. It's studio It's because I hit play on my thing and it wouldn't play. Oh, Billy needs an <laughs> extra minute. Then it starts stuttering. Lee, 
<laughs> oh, show it. We have a problem with with the studio C. Oh, I think we lost the feed, guys. The good thing about being on Sirius was like that that feed would cut out so frequently, and there were always problems. So it really didn't. You didn't even need to do that. Cell. I mean, yeah, it didn't even matter. Yeah. Do you remember? Do you guys remember? And I, we don't need to get like too deep into this, but there was like a stretch of oh man, almost like two months. Yeah, like month just, we just we would drop every show, and then they found out. Oh, oh, you guys were using the bad ISTM line. Yeah, <laughs> like what? Yeah. You never tried to switch. Like that whole time, you never thought maybe we should use a different ISDN line. Yeah, I mean, it really it it, it was so. You would think an operation like that, just like this, you know, big big company, huge. Huge operation, and it was something like, "Oh yeah, uh, Oliver, the engineer, bumped into it last Thursday, and uh, he hit a switch, and like you guys have just been using the fucked up equipment for the last two months." And oh, Oliver, no one looked. Oliver used that ICN line to open up a beer bottle, and uh, <laughs> when he hit it, it it just knocked it out. And uh, the, the well, only- once we found out that once we found out Britain was taking a nap during the show, and the janitor was the one pressing the commercials, we kind of had a feeling. It, it, it is funny that probably the greatest guest we ever had on Oliver Stone, we couldn't have him on because of that issue. We lost the feed, and we oh, had we had him point. on. We had him on to talk about that movie was Savages or something. I think it was called. You yeah, booked I, it, base remember? I, yeah, I don't remember what the movie was for. I just remember being very upset. And then of course we couldn't rebook it. Like we're nope. like we're like oh we have a problem with our studio it went down and what Bro. God that was, got Oliver Stone's calling in? Yeah, and and. and. Just to paint a little bit of a picture for that, like you couldn't leave, you know. So if we were there and we dropped the show uh, because we were using the the faulty ISDN line for the eighth (laughs) show in a row, we would get a call and they would say, "Well, we'll we'll work on it, but you guys stay there in case it in in case it comes back." It never came back. No, it would come back for thirty seconds. We'd go and do a show, and then or like a, a one little segment, we'd be just rolling like on on fire. And then we'd get a call from someone on the cell phone saying, oh, yeah, you guys haven't been on for the last 17 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) And then, but you couldn't leave. So we would, we honestly, there was like, again, like a two-month span where we spent more time watching TV in the lobby, (laughs) waiting, (laughs) waiting for someone to say we were on than we did doing a show. You know what I realize? You can't recreate stuff, too. Like, you would try to recreate the moment, and it's just impossible. Because then you know what's going to happen. Like, it, it, In other words, if Ryan says something funny and I laugh hysterically, then he says it again. It's like, ha, 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 like, like, like I've lost right. that initial laughter. Yeah. it's Yeah, you can't recreate that. For sure. The, the good days, fellas. <laughs> yes, they were. The good old days. <laughs> at least we got paid a ton. Yeah, at least, at least we got rich. <laughs> that, yeah. That also- Joke. At least we're all retired now because of it. <laughs> At least our pensions should kick in from that. Yeah. The only other thing that really pissed we me off. Golden parachutes we got on the way out. The other thing that really pissed me off was, remember we used to beg to work on holidays too? Like, yeah. please, please. That was, that, was more, that was more you than anybody else. Though. You wanted to work. At, and, and, I mean, and I respect that, but I mean, you're like, oh, we'll work on Christmas. Sure. We'll do a double on Christmas. We'll work on New Year's. What do you guys want to do? Spend time with your families? <laughs> Like, oh, I spent time with my station, family. The taking two weeks off. You're like, but we'll still work. Yeah, but Abe, there'll be nobody there to, uh, nobody, the, 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 the entire studio will be closed. Yeah, but we'll find but, a way but, to get on the but air. But we'll Ryan, do a Ryan, show. Ryan, do you remember when we got started? What happened to the hungry young guy 
that jumps up and says, hey, hey, uh, bosses, I would like to work the holidays. I'll run the show for I know that our normal engineers and, 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 and producers are on vacation. But, hey, I would love this opportunity. Just like us, when we started out, I remember at Q101, I would do like Thanksgiving just because I want to get on air. What happened to that hunger? Like well, when you're young, so I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not talking about like, like we shouldn't even been that we because I I wanted to get the show on more, so I wanted to get on as much as possible. So I had that hunger, yeah, no, even though I you're, wasn't you're, young anymore. But you know what I'm saying, dude? No, your, your approach and your methodology would work and have you know that that's the that's the way to go. That's the ticket when you're dealing with 99 percent of places. I mean, because if you can if you can show somebody that you've got the fire and the passion and that you're you're on board. Full on. I mean, most people look at that and go, all right, yeah, these guys have, have what it takes. In that instance, you're dealing with a lot of people just, I mean, from the, from, I'm not talking about Howard, but, but like everyone that ran that place from the top down was literally looking for someone who shared their mentality of doing the least amount of work possible. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't have one person there. Who thought that being hungry was an asset? Yeah, truly, there was, there there was no one. There was no one making decisions there who looked at that at that that hunger as a good thing. That was annoying. The only them. one who really did was, was Tim Sabian. Them. And then when Tim <laughs> Sabian left, we were screwed. Yeah, but but exactly when Tim left, every time you would ask to do something that showed passion, yep, that was they would go. Ugh. <laughs> again, Ugh. again, you're asking not to do only, stuff. Not only are not only is that not going to happen. Now you've just made their day longer by making them reply with no to an email. Here's a good not example, that, Ryan. Not only that, not, not only that, but when Tim left, every time we requested to do something, you know, all right, send us a demo. We'll listen to it. We'll see if you can put you guys on. <laughs> That's the only No, we are on, guys. <laughs> oh, oh, you're on. Really? Oh, okay. No, but that's, probably why but, we, but that's probably why we weren't there anymore. They found out we were still out. <laughs> Here's a good example, though. Um, when, Tim, when we first started, Tim would put us on for like two weeks at a time, like filling in for Pharrell or any way he could work us in. And, and he'd put it. Remember, we would do like just a random Friday or a random Tuesday for an, even if it was only an hour. He would try to work yeah. us in. The minute Tim left, and Tim's a guy who understands talk radio and building a station. The guy they put in was just like, Jesus Christ. Like, oh, he didn't even talk to Like, we had no conversations with him ever. We met him for the yeah. first time at the Christmas party, which two days later, hate to be the bearer of bad news, eh? But uh, no more live programming. Like, why even have us come to the Christmas party? Because you knew that that was going to happen. It's not like they made that decision after the Christmas party. Like, they didn't come back from the Christmas party and say, all right, that show's gone. Let's call him at right. Sam's wedding and break the news. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I hate to be the bearer of bad well, it's news. Probably, it's probably because they're like, oh, shit, you guys already booked the flight. Now I'll just tell them after the new year. No, but, but no. You know, guys, look at in the, in the end of the day, you guys all end up with better gigs. Everyone seems happier. So it was almost like a blessing in disguise. And like I said, I don't, oh. I don't know blessing. I don't really yeah. I don't believe in God, so blessing is the wrong word. But it was, I think ultimately it was, it was a good thing. And I don't think anyone's disputing that. I think, I think for, for me at least, Looking back at it, I mean, it's not like looking back at it as a with with sour grapes. It's more just like the the ridiculousness of <laughs> yeah. You almost look back and just shake your head now. I mean, it was just like yeah. the operation was ridiculous, undoubtedly. Yeah, when, especially with 
the more time that passes and you kind of like think back to a lot of that, you're like, it, it's almost unbelievable. Yeah. The way <laughs> but that some of that all, stuff all that being said, there's never been a place to give us as much freedom as we had there where you literally were able to do anything. So that's the one well, thing and, that I miss let, is, let me, is let, that. You're right. You're absolutely right. Let me, but let me put it in two. There's two different. That belongs in two categories. Like you said with Tim Fabian, when Tim first started, when we first started and Tim was there, that freedom was a product of Tim wanting to give us that freedom. Right. That was that was him saying, guys, yes, this is good. We've got something here. Just go. Go nuts. We're going to give you as much room and as much time as we can. That freedom then, the freedom didn't change, but that the the past, like the reason behind it did. The yeah, it was just laziness just became, that we had freedom. It was laziness. <laughs> yeah, it was like, exactly. It was, we don't really want to think about you or talk to you or deal with you. So just, just do whatever. And Remember when we'll we first started, when, Ryan? We'll let we, you know when you're fired. The producer guy, Jim McClure, he would give us notes and stuff like, hey, you guys might want to try this. And like they were really yeah. trying. And then at some point, Tim thought the show was ready. We were going to get put on full-time nights. And then supposedly they didn't have a budget. And they were talking about all kinds of things for us, and they all ended with full-time doing something every day. And, and then it ended with uh, Jim McClure defriending me on Facebook and never answering <laughs> any of my calls ever again. Is that right? Is that right? I, uh, he, yeah, he, I am no longer friends with a guy who I thought wow. I was friends with. Well, see, that that's how when you find out who your real friends are, like Britton, the guy who ran our show, I text with him all the time. Uh, Tim Sabian. Text me all the time. I talk to Tim Sabian all the time. Jason Kaplan from the Howard Stern Show. I talk to him. Like Shuli, those are guys who will reach out and talk to you. If I e- if I ever email Howard Stern, he replies immediately. So, you know, you see the difference with the guys who who actually cared. What, what whatever you want to say. I mean, people blame Howard Stern for our show going off, but look at it this way: he got rid of Howard TV. People he's worked with for 20 years. Lisa G, the news girl, is gone. Right. She she was with him forever. So like, I think what people need to understand is that Howard was so far removed from what was going on on yeah. 101. I, I, he, and I, he probably, he, shit, he might still think we're on the show. He, might, he may have no Honestly. idea. <laughs> well, I still keep getting Christmas gifts from him, so right. probably. Right. Yeah, we're still on the Christmas list. Right. I, I, I mean, I don't think Howard had any hand in, in how the situation played out. I, I really believe that. He didn't, and, and it was just, and that's what I'm saying. Like people will send me emails, like "fuck this" and that. It's really not him. the The program director, the new guy who came in, had a different vision for the station, which was a lazy view of the station to do nothing, just play old tapes and not build. And that's that's the fall of radio, even terrestrial radio. There's no one building young talent. And I'll say this until I'm, I'm blue in the face. You have to start building new talent. Even look at the radio, like, like you know, Steve Dahl's back or whoever. All these guys just keep bringing back the same guys. Right. At some point, not, not this second, but at some point, you have to have the next guy ready to go. You have to start. And that's why we do this podcast, because at some point, I know right. this show will be on somewhere, do, and, and I don't even care. Well, I have more fun well, doing this podcast almost than anything the, anyway. Here's a case in point for that. You know, I think in, in the world of um, on-air radio, you guys are probably still considered young. You're still considered like kids in the industry, and that's reflective of how little the industry has grown. You know, young people aren't coming in anymore because it's still dominated by the same old guys from the 70s and the 80s. You know, a lot, in a lot of industries, when you're in your early 30s, you're already over the hill. But radio, 33, 34, is still young because they're, they're not... Young talent are getting almost no chances, at least in Chicago. 
In Chicago, like you said, it's been the same fossils doing the same shit for 30 or 40 years. And frankly, it's, it's a turnoff. Yeah, and, and, and there's, mm-hmm. there's no reason for a young kid to come up and want to do radio. Right. When we were young, I was hungry. Like, I, I would listen. Like, we listened to Mancow when we were, we were little kids. Then I started listening to Howard Stern. I listened to all this other stuff. I listened to Sludge. I listened. Who else was listening to Sam? Lou Brutus, Chris Payne. Yeah. Um, and you'd listen to these guys, and it was like an experience. Being a part of a radio station was awesome. When, when I was younger, I would go out when Rock 103.5 was out somewhere. Sam and I went to... Uh, we waited in line to get autographs for a Black Sabbath signing, yeah. hoping to see the Rock 103.5 guys. You have to start building things up again, or it's right. just going to die off. And and stuff like this, this podcast, that's going to be the future. If, 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 at least for personality radio, I feel like podcasting might be the future. It doesn't have to be. Terrestri- There's still nothing better than being on terrestrial radio. Well, it might be the future. It is the present. I mean, this is where personality-based radio is gone. It's gone to podcasting. Yeah, but there there is nothing better than, you know, if you're on mornings on a major station or afternoons and just all these random people could hear you. If you're smart and you're doing a terrestrial show, you would also put it out as a podcast. So then you get that whole audience and the whole right. regular radio. That That's the way to do it in the future. But it just seems like no one wants to do it. I do want to bring up one last thing before we end this because we're, we're over time here. And I know Ryan is, uh, base, you know Ryan's sick this week? No, I'm fine. What's wrong? Is it a, wait, wait, is it a big cold or a little cold? <laughs> See, I didn't say I was. I said I wasn't feeling well earlier. But but continue. I should mention this I, before I get to this last thing. I should mention that the last podcast was just me, Bass, and Jay the Gay, and once again, <laughs> Ryan shunned Jay the Gay by not appearing uh, where Jay the Gay was. I didn't know you and did you and Bass do a podcast last week with Jay the Gay? With Jay the Gay. See, I didn't know that. Okay, because so, someone this week said, the, 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 I said, uh, and he's probably listening, and I'll just give him a shout-out, Clint. His name's Clint. He said that I, um, he said I missed the last podcast. And I said, like, I had an argument about, no, there was no podcast last week because of the Memorial Day holiday. And, you know, he was saying that I was, you guys were saying I was big time in Hollywood and all this. And, uh, <laughs> I was like, no, dude, there's, you're probably a few weeks behind when I did miss one a few weeks ago. But I, that's interesting. So he was right. For, for the own show that I'm a, pod, a part of, I didn't even know that they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> we, we do it every Tuesday. Like, usually Ryan's on every week and someone else can't do it for the most part. Isn't it, Ryan? Yeah, but, and the reason the, the reason I, I was confused, I think, was because in our text thread, our normal podcast conversation text thread, I, it, it appeared to me that like no one. Last I heard, like Bass was like, "I'm out," you know, or DJ's taking a nap, and Sam was like, "Yeah, I'm not available," and I couldn't. So it just looked to me like in the thread, it was left at we're just not going to do one. Yeah, I didn't realize that you guys continued that elsewhere and said. Well, Ryan, tell yeah, your tell this. tell your friend Clit that we that that he's right and you're wrong. Did yeah, you no. call Clit? <laughs> <laughs> he did, didn't you? Clit. He did. <laughs> he did. <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder how many times people have called him Clit. Hi, what's all Clit? Not even on purpose. Like you know, you know all the yeah. guys who talk like that. Fuck Nate. Like what's up, bro? Like hey, what's up, Rafa? But they say the name kind of weird. So like what's all Clit? But they they mean to say Clint, but it comes out as Clit. Hey, what's up? Hey, Clit. Hey, Clit. You hanging out with Bonds? What's up, Clit? Last thing I want to mention. So Sam and I, basically, 
Wait, Ryan, you don't watch Game of Thrones either, right? No. Okay, so I won't say anything. I have no spoilers here. But Game of Thrones this past week, Sam said was the greatest episode of all time. I think it was one of the greatest. I don't know if it was the greatest of the whole series. Definitely of the season. There was an awesome scene at the end. I won't say what happened. If you're a Game of Thrones fan, you know what happened. Wait, wait. It's the greatest episode of any television show. No, no, no. He said of the the series. It was the greatest episode of the Game of Thrones series. That's what I just said. That's what I just said. Yeah. And I said, I don't know about that, but it definitely of this season. It was an awesome, either way, it was an awesome episode. So at the end, something awesome, something crazy happens at the end, right? And if you're not caught up on Game of Thrones, watch the last episode because it was awesome. And all these nerds. Wait a minute. Hang on. That didn't happen in the book. Wait a minute. Wait, like, oh, what, what's with book nerds who watch TV shows and they need everything? to? Why would you even watch the TV show then if you know everything that's going to happen? Like if I watch Sopranos or can you imagine, Ryan, if you watch Breaking Bad and you knew every step by step what was going to happen? Like you knew that he was going to uh, just every moment on the show well, you knew it, it was going to happen. It's it's kind of like that new uh, Charlie the Chocolate Factory with Johnny Depp. Everyone's like that sucked, and then the nerd's like, "Well, it's actually closest to the book if you read it once." <laughs> yeah, exactly. like, yeah, but it's still a shitty version of the movie. Yeah. But my point is that I hate when and Sam, you agreed with me on this. We hate book nerds who are so upset, even if something awesome happens right. on the show. Like what happened is so much better than what happened in the book, and they're still going to complain only because it didn't happen in the book. Yeah, I mean, all I gotta say is like this was the first major scene on the show, and this is the fifth season. The first major scene um, that was completely um, unrelated to what has happened thus far in the books, and to me, it was the best thing they've done. So that sets a precedent. Wow. To see that you know what? Fuck the books. Fuck these book nerds. Like, let these guys take it in the direction they want to go. Because if you look at look at, take Star Wars for example, look at what George Lucas did to Star Wars in the last three movies. He almost completely derailed the entire franchise. Now he sold it. He didn't have the. Obviously, he wasn't good at doing it anymore. Yeah. And sometimes it just has to move on, and someone else has to take over. And that's you know, for me, and Game he, of Thrones. He, he, I don't care what George R. R. Martin wants to do. That was great to me, and I'm fine with it. And George R. R. Martin is he's involved also in, in the TV show. Um, do you watch Walking Dead, Ryan? Nope, I don't. Well, the main character on the show, Rick. Okay. <laughs> in the comic book, he gets his hand cut off in the comic book, and. The, the guy who made The Walking Dead said, I always regretted cutting Rick's hand off in the comic book. So we're already in like season, I don't know, six of the TV show, and he still has his hand, and, and he's not cutting his hand off. So like, just because you wrote the book doesn't mean you can't make it better later. Like, I'm sure, Ryan, if you've listened to some work you've done 10 years ago, you probably listened to an air check, and you're like, oh, you know, everything's not a... Ma- Even if it is, a, like, let's say you thought it was a masterpiece, like, oh, Ryan did this... Uh, Whatever, I don't know. Something he did 10 years ago. He wrote a book. Maybe 10 years later, you could think of better things to do in that book. Right. No, I get it. I was yeah. that way, to put it in a different term, a show that everyone wants. Like, I felt that way about Who's the Boss. Like, the book, <laughs> to me, the series of, of Who's the Boss. Wait, in the, wait, in the book, isn't Tony, doesn't he actually bang Mona and then Angela's upset? Isn't that... I mean, there's a lot that happened in that. I mean, Jonathan and Jonathan's masculine, twink. right? Yeah, he wasn't a twink. I mean, there's, <laughs> there's just a lot of... They took a lot of liberties with the show, but the show came out... I mean, the, the show was great. I mean, so, so you know, why why all everyone's still... All, all the, the boss fans are still all up in arms over it. I just... It's like, 
Are you not entertained? Okay, just leave it alone. <laughs> That's right. how I look at it, anyway. And the show was written for Tony Soprano, not Tony Danza. So I don't get it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yes, and and the fact that the Sopranos was a spinoff of Who's the Boss. I mean, people... <laughs> all right, fellas, we'll wrap it up on that. I'll make one last comment. It's impossible for me to look at Papa John and not want to punch him in the face. Oh yeah, he's that cool. stupid face with that that that. Gimp look, or what would you yeah. call that face, Sam? Just, yeah, gimp, there you go. That's, I'd call it gimp. Gimp look. It's a real gimp face. All right, gentlemen, I'm glad we all got together here, and I will holler uh, next Tuesday. You got it. See you guys. All right, later. Peace. Bye. Later.